I love this. I'm going to move somebody around here before we really get into this. There we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Skip Happens Tonight. Can you tell I'm excited? I am, like, really excited. My name is Clark. That is uh, the president and founder of the Country Music Fan Club, Miss Deb Lamphere. And right over there. Let's see see if I do this right. Ladies and gentlemen, Grammy, Grammy Award winner, Mr. Billy Dean is with us here tonight. Get so excited. Yeah, so excited. And uh, first of all, a big hello, Billy. How are you? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for being here. Yes. Um, Billy, one thing I do when we start these podcasts, I always ask our, our guests, uh, where are you? Describe your surroundings a little bit. I'm on an island. <laughs> he's not kidding i'm not kidding now. i grew up in the panhandle of florida okay uh, and there's a, a a chain of little islands down here just right not a lot of people know about them and uh i grew up coming down here as a little kid and i just absolutely love it down here and about three years ago uh i decided to come down here and help my sisters t take care of my mom. My mom's like okay. 92. Oh, God 92. bless her. And let me tell you, she can kick COVID's ass in about 30 <laughs> seconds. She's so That's tired. what I like to hear. I'm yes. telling you. So, uh, but I did. I came down here and I thought, well, where do I, where am I going to settle when I go back to Florida? And the Florida, uh, they, they put me in the Florida Artist Hall of Fame and it meant so much to me. And so I just went ahead and just moved to my favorite spot on the planet, St. George Island, Florida. There you go. You're looking at the uh, the beach right now. You pretty much, if you turned around and went outside, you'd see the beach. You'd have the bay one side and the beach on the uh, on the other. Oh. A couple of blocks. Oh man, man, Billy, I, I need to ask you, what is the temperature there right now? Uh, sixty six, I believe. We hate you. Yeah. We hate you. No, what is it up there? Where are you guys? <laughs> we do the podcast. We're in the Northeast in Syracuse, New York. I don't know. This morning it was sub zero. And uh, oh I know this God. afternoon when I left the radio station, it was like 23. So I can only imagine it's probably 18 or 19 now. Oh, yeah. it's going to be, it's, man, I wish you guys were here tomorrow. It's going to be nice here well, tomorrow. It's a little foggy and a little drizzly rain here, but it doesn't last long. I tell you, it's, I love my, this is my home state and mm. I love it. I'm yeah. glad to be back. You, well, if we leave at midnight, Skip, maybe we could be there by lunch tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have to have you sleep so I could fly down. You know what I mean? That's if I take a trip with my wife, she can't. She's got to sleep because I get yelled at if she's not. Because I <laughs> bring that company jet. We got it. We got an airport right here. You can bring that. Company there you go. Down here, we'll, we'll fly. Really send your jet up to us. We'll take it down. We'll go but it's good to have you here, my friend. You look great. Oh my gosh, uh, being a Grammy great these days, but yeah. Well, dude, you know I'm right there. Actually, you know. Uh, I did a little research. I am a little bit older than you. You don't look it. Well, I feel it. And I, I no, uh, but I am seriously. And Deb's older than I am. So, um, oh, oh, he always does that. Ouch is right, but I'm not. I will proudly say. But I think we're about the same age. We're within a year. Yeah, pretty uh, class eighty one. Billy and I skip what? your way up there. Yeah, I guess. I guess, you're right. <laughs> Billy, what I want to do with you tonight, if you don't mind, I know you get asked these questions a lot, but I want you to take us back a little bit. You've been doing this a long time. You had your first big break at what, 1988 or so. Um, t take us back into time and how you, you know, you were on Star Search and how, just take us back. Yep. You know, really, uh, I, I started competing in contests pretty early on. There was a, while I was still living in Florida, there was a, a thing called the Wrangler Country Star Search, and they had a winner from every state. Mm -hmm. And uh, then they competed in Nashville to call it down to 10 finalists who would then appear on a national TV show. And it had, you know, Jerry Reed was on it, Mel Tillis was on it, and they had, had Nashville judges. Then I made it into that top 10. And the judges, uh, one in particular, Francis Preston, she uh, really encouraged me to move to Nashville. Are you guys so watching I, this? Sorry. Yeah. So, oh, uh, oh right. Hey, I love it. Happy hour. Wife <laughs> just brought me down the glass of wine. So sorry, Billy, you didn't cut you, but the wine was coming. I don't blame you, man. I, I so I moved up there quickly after uh, after that, and uh, 
and you know just did clubs up in nashville and i became a, a demo and jingle singer and then i got a writing uh deal at emi music mm-hmm. and that's where the, it housed a lot of the big uh hot songwriters of the day and uh then in 88 i went on to be on star search on ed mcmahon star search mm-hmm. and that's when nashville really started taking me seriously i think um i got signed to capitol Ra- records uh, shortly after that and uh they right after that they signed a guy that you know we never thought was going to go anywhere a little guy named garth brooks uh it was uh and it was a good time that's uh, but you know a lot of in between there was a lot of uh hard work in the studio learning to mm-hmm. sing demos write songs and just being in nashville groomed me i think uh being around all these really great singer songwriters uh it really groomed me to to get a record deal i think they were just kind of sitting and watching and waiting for me to develop and, and mm-hmm. grow but uh i was there for about 35 years before i moved back uh back to home here in florida wow, wow. must have been uh, hard to leave there i mean really you're yeah. a lot of roots there I, I i do and my son still lives there my daughter lives up in missouri but my son lives there he works for dell computers there in nashville mm-hmm. and i go up about one week a month and uh writing with some new artists new writers the young up-and-coming writers it seemed to be uh hungry for some of that old 90s style country music yes so that's good news <laughs> Yes. Talking about the 90s country. Mm -hmm. It's the best. I'm sorry. I mean, I love the country music today, but we grew up and fell in love with country music in the 90s. And just, I just don't think anything can tap it. And we find a lot of the young artists today when they're doing cover songs, they're going back to the 90s. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like that. Yeah, absolutely. And when I, uh, when I came on tonight and then Deb popped in, all I could hear was, uh, we just disagree. And she had it cranked, doing her hair and all that. She goes, oh, the 90s country. I was loving it. Well, that was, you talk about a surprise. I, that song has surprised me more than any song that I've put out. Uh, mm-hmm. First of all, you know, it was old Dave Mason, the old classic right. rock right. song. We right. did a remake of because everybody in Nashville was like, thought that, you know, well, he could cross over into the pop world. And I really didn't want to do that. I was like, why don't we why don't we do some music that might, you know, cross listeners over to country music, you know, maybe there you go. Yeah. Those old classic rock, uh, listeners that, that maybe, you know, are looking for a new home. And that was kind of the idea. And then, uh, years later now, you know, if you, uh, God, we just disagree is probably the most played song of all the songs in my catalog, really on on different streaming networks and platforms. (laughs) I'm not surprised. You still follow the numbers and all that when you, you know, to look to see what we just disagree is doing or somewhere in my broken heart or let them be little. Do you, do you keep an eye on those numbers still? I, I do. I just started really doing that. Uh, you know, I look on the Spotify numbers I, and demographics, and Facebook and things like that. They have these really great, you know, tools now. And you think, you know, you're popular among certain types of demographic. And then and then you, you get the tail of the tail. And uh, I tell you, what, I was really excited, though, to see more listeners growing in the, you know, in the early 30s, you know, late 20s, early 30s and 40s. Mm-hmm. Usually, you know, a few years ago, it was like, you know, 45 plus, you right. know, yep. but now oh, yeah. we're getting handed down a, a, to a younger generation, which is really mm-hmm. encouraging. It's very encouraging. Now, let me ask you, do your neighbors know that you're living like that Billy Dean is living in their neighborhood? Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you, during the COVID, uh, during the quarantine, mm-hmm. on my back, back deck out here, uh, we started doing a live happy hour. And we, okay. we did it every night, seven nights a week. from. March oh, my gosh. How fun. May. And all the neighbors, I had my sound equipment set up on the deck, you know, <laughs> and everybody in their golf carts would come. There's an empty lot next to me and they would park in the lot next door. And uh, and I'd basically, you know, uh, people were sitting out on their decks around, you know, <laughs> me here. And and instead of calling the law on me, man, they were all uh, having a having a cocktail with me and, and That's right. it. Uh, so I got great neighbors. That's have fun. Yeah. How much fun is that, though? And mm-hmm. I was going to ask you about doing those shows out on the deck or out on the dock. Uh, but uh, have you um, how has the pandemic uh, how has it worked out for you? Uh, ha- has there been some good? 
things yeah. coming out of this? Oh yeah. You know, um, it gave me a chance to stay home and, and, and work on some projects, get some stuff recorded, uh, which was good. Been writing a lot of songs. Um, you know, it was, uh, I actually love being on the Island because, uh, I always, you know, you always dream that, you know, you wake up every day and maybe get in your kayak and go fish or mm-hmm. uh, walk on the beach and stuff like that, because I love this area. And before COVID, I was working quite a bit. You know, I might be here two or three days and then gone you know, right. five or six. So just to get to be home a little bit. And uh, but when the money starts running low, <laughs> you know, you go, yeah, we're running through our emergency fund. Here. Yep. It's time to get back out there. Time to go to work. Yep. Yeah. Do you do you miss in general? Do you miss being on the road? I, I miss playing, you know, for, for in front of a live audience because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, uh, first of all, I don't want my chops, you know, to, to, you know, to waver. I don't right. want to, you know, get rusty, you know, but it. you can't help but get rusty because, uh, you know, get, I, I tell you what, I was nervous. I never get nervous, right? Never have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here, so today I was at the Florida state Capitol. It was the first day of, um, of the sessions, you know, we had the House of Representatives and the Senate. Okay. It was their first day in session, and the governor, uh, DeSantis, was there and spoke. And I had to do oh. the national anthem uh, to kick it all That's off. Weird. When you called me this morning, you said you were at the uh, the Capitol. I That's believe, right? Yeah, I was. Yep, and uh, and I was nervous as a cat, man. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, ooh, you know, I, I never really thought about it because you know, just usually it's just like autopilot. But today, I was a little nervous. <laughs> So, so you still get the butterflies, I guess, which is a good sign, I guess, right? It, I don't like them. I don't, they, you know, make your shortness of breath. You can't catch your breath. I don't like them. I, I, uh, I, I like not thinking about it, but it was great to, it was a great honor really to be there to uh, be a part of that. Uh, Florida put me in the, like I said, they voted me in the Hall of Fame uh, a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. And when they did, it just, you know, I've, I've always loved my home state of Florida, but uh, it made me love it even more now, you know, being back here. <laughs> yeah, and, a lot of songs like Billy the Kid and stuff like that yeah, about North Florida. Absolutely. The um, What about all the mandates and all that? I've heard they lifted a lot of those for Florida. They have. Uh, you know, last year in, in March, it was really weird. I have to tell you, because the beaches, you know, were shut down. And right. Right. Even if you live down here, you couldn't go over on the beach. <laughs> so the kind of weird. Seagulls, the seagulls didn't know what to do, man. They're used to getting potato chips and getting, you know, they're that's right. To, There's know, no food for them. No food. So, so and we noticed every time we would feed our dogs here on the deck mm-hmm. for our dog food, we'd have seagulls coming over. Uh, they started figuring it out, man. That hey, wait a minute, we can get a, we can get a meal here at the house, man. They got dogs to feed. The seagulls started coming Come on over to the Dean's. Hey, coming over to the Dean's house, but it um, yeah, it, you know the governor gave a lot of the statistics. Uh, you know, COVID is uh, you know we take it very seriously. You know, absolutely, we don't know yeah. about it. I've already had it. My wife and I had it in November, uh-huh. and we still wear masks just out of con- you know just consideration for other people, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was great to hear the statistics today. You know, the governor gave uh, a lot of statistics about the state. And, you know, honestly, it we our numbers, uh, whether you, it, it didn't really show a lot of difference in the people that were locked down and the people that weren't, you know, it's just like, right. um, it, 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 I think there's just so much we don't know about this, this thing mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, they try several different things, any way to calm it down. But I'm glad, I think, it, I think salt air and the sunshine has a lot to do with, uh, deterring the, the virus a little bit, just well, it, personal, you know, agree. Uh, lives in salt water hardly oh. or salt air. I mean, that's why we're all sick in the Northeast. We have no sunshine and we have no salt water. It's all good. It's all good. Today was a beautiful sunny day. It was just very deceiving. As I talked about earlier, it was bitter cold early, early on today. So right, right. yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, this whole pandemic thing, but uh, so you're still able to, to work on your projects and spend time with the family, so to speak, uh, and hang out at the, uh, out by the water and sing on the deck. Lucky guy. Yeah. Uh, fans have been really supportive. You know, um, well, I've got a streaming studio now about nice. two hours from here, away from Very nice. the hurricane and stuff, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, yep. And so I'm doing a lot 
up there and um and some of the you know some you know i'm not really a much of a political guy but but a lot of our uh senators and and our uh these lobbyists and stuff so they they were doing some fundraisers small you know small gathering mm -hmm. you know 15 people you know that type of thing mm -hmm. um and they had a few of those parties going on uh towards the end of 2020 and i was able to work some of those thank goodness. nice and uh you know and and the streaming the streaming um catalog is doing well they've changed a lot of laws and 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 uh they've made a lot made a lot of uh streaming revenue better for artists and songwriters mm -hmm. that's all going in the in the right direction so that all those things really help but it's nothing like getting out and playing for a, a room full of people right oh yeah nothing beats a live audience and nothing beats a live show for us that's for sure no I billy i gotta ask how old is that guitar and there's a reason that I'm asking. <laughs> night to see, 199. This would have been around 1993. I think it's, it's cleaned up hard. a little bit. Yep. I think I see it's the same old one on Fire in the Dark album. All the all the it's yep. been on everywhere, man. It's been on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Was it on Idol when you did American Idol? You hit. You went there. I saw it, and I saw you walk on. I went, oh my God, there's Billy Dean. And everybody's <laughs> like, hey, that's Billy Dean, and you're playing the. <laughs> Are. Uh, I'm sorry, but I don't remember the artist that you. Oh, were. little Chloe, Chloe Chanel. She's in yes. Nashville now. Yes, she was a little artist I've been working with since she was 11. That's uh, right. Rogers discovered her, and mm -hmm. she was cast in a in a musical that Kenny wrote, a Christmas musical, and that's how I met Chloe. And she said, "You got to come play guitar for me." I was like. Oh my gosh! All right, so I'll, I'll I will, and it turned out to be great. I, I yes, you know, get to visit with Luke and all those guys. Yeah, I saw it was a lot of fun. Wow, this is cool. Mm -hmm. How weird is that? That okay? Yeah, my name is Chloe, and yes, I brought my guitar player Billy Dean. <laughs> <laughs> the other way around. Just... Oh, it's funny. She was. I was trying to teach her a little bit about yeah. the business. You know, we were, we did a gig one mm -hmm, time, mm -hmm. and and I I told her what she was getting paid and what I was getting paid, and she oh. goes, "Well, how come I'm not getting paid?" You know. The same as you. And I said, well, I have a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good enough reason. She goes, well, I've got two Grammys, Grammy Marcy and Grammy Diane. <laughs> good for her. Yes, exactly. What a comeback, too. That's, that's, pretty, yep. that's pretty good. Do she, we have things quick? <laughs> very quick. Very quick. I remember seeing that. Do we have, um, when it comes to you, Billy, though, some new stuff coming down the pike or no? Yeah, you sure do. There's a uh, there's an album that I put out. It's an EP, a five song EP that's mm -hmm. out on iTunes and Spotify. It's, I would love for people to kind of. You might have to dig a little bit to find it. But it's on uh, YouTube as well, I believe. It's called uh, Gadsden County Line. Okay. And uh, there's five songs on there, and uh, I wrote and recorded about my area. But you know, they're fun songs. They're part of a of a project that uh, I started working on last year about mm -hmm. World War II and kind of a documentary that I was doing, uh, still working on. And I went ahead and uh, put the music out. And it's a, called, like I said, called Gaston County Line. Check that out. Uh, and I've got a my first vinyl uh, I'm working on called Saltwater Cowboy. It's all kind of trop rock, kind of yacht rock, yeah. trop yeah. rock kind of music. Uh, very Florida, and uh, I've got that coming out. Hopefully, if all goes well, come out towards the end of April. Cool. So I have a question. You're saying your first vinyl, meaning in the new cycle of vinyls, the way they because they, I mean we grew up with vinyls, so they were out. Never. Oh, really? In my life, not one. And um. I got my wife gave me a, a a you know a turntable for Christmas, and I have a lot of vinyls. Um, and that's this is the first vinyl I've ever done. So, wow, that's awesome. You know, that, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> I would that? that's amazing. I would have never <laughs> thought that. And, you know, not that I'm looking for the vinyl just because as we go, you know, doing what I do, but, uh, an artist like yourself of your stature, I'm really surprised that you haven't released an album on vinyl. That's what I was thinking. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know if it would be. <laughs> <laughs> but one night I was in Texas and uh, I had a, a show and this was right when they were starting to uh, get back to work a little bit. I had a couple of shows in Texas and I was doing some autographs afterwards. This, I gosh, this might have been right before they they really locked it down, I think. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I, I asked the line, the autograph line, I said, how many of you guys uh, have 
the turntables and buy vinyls and just about all of them raised their hand. And I was, you've got to be kidding. Me. I've got to do this. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, yeah. uh, really, really popular with the, um, like the, let's see, my son is 27. So that whole generation, they are loving the vinyls and this is their first exposure to them. So they're scarfing them up at like crazy. And meanwhile, I have a whole closet of vinyls upstairs that we haven't listened to in 20 years. So oh, man, I do too. I have the same here. And I, I, I think, it, you know, that I, that's such good news for me because mm -hmm. I, I grew up as you guys did when we collected music, you know, you mm -hmm. drop it off the shelf. Yes. You, you cleaned it off. You <laughs> put it on the turntable with such yes. care and you sat back and you enjoyed it. And you looked at the, the artwork on the album, yeah. Big, yeah. you know, big artwork and oh my you started reading all the credits and it was a, it was a thing and then you got done with it and you put it back on the mm -hmm. shelf carefully and you collected it. It had a value, you know, so I'm really glad to see that coming back around. Remember oh you had the record cleaners and a little, you put a couple of little drops on the record or on the, the, uh, the, what was it like? Uh, it was a cloth type a little velvet kind of little yes, thing. And it, it would turn, you put it down there and it would it turn and you got to make sure you get the record clean. Then you put it away and you'd be really careful. If we were to go into your closet right now and pull out an album, what would we find? Well, I've got Kenny Rogers, greatest hits. Love it. Mm -hmm. I got a, a Kenny Rogers Christmas album still because, uh, uh -huh. I was playing that at Christmas when I got my turntable, I've got bread, the best of bread. Uh, oh, Gates, uh, I need to about that. Yes, I want to ask you about something about that. I was um, the other day, every Sunday, this is what I do. I get up uh, in my shorts, grab a cup of coffee. I go down into uh, <laughs> my man cave or my pod. I call this the pod zone. And I also have a full voiceover studio. Right. And I go and I just like pull up YouTube videos. And I found a David Gates video with you. And I think it was everything I own. That's right. Oh exactly right. my God. You know, and I re that's amazing. Amazing. I was always a big fan and uh, he produced my very last album that I did. Really? Capital. And he wrote, he's a string arranger mm -hmm. and he wrote, um, he wrote all the string parts for the real man album. And we wrote a couple of songs for that. I, um, uh, I sought him out, you know, um, uh, I wormed my way and called and, 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 eventually found got my way to to uh to david because he's such a melody guy he's one yeah. of the best melody writers no doubt you know yeah. and uh and did we tell the did he tell the story behind everything i'd give everything i own on that show something was it his grandpa or was it, it was his uh, dad his dad that's yeah, what and it was yes. one of the greatest love songs we all thought you know hey man this is like a the best make out song of all time <laughs> and then, uh, Right. He, said, he, he, he that's he always kind of disguised that he didn't want to spoil that for people. Mm -hmm. But when you break down the lyric of that, uh, you know, you, you you sheltered me from harm, kept me warm, kept me warm. You gave my life to me, set me free, set me free. The finest years I ever knew were all the years I had with you. And I would give anything I own just to have you back again wow. he wrote that for, for his dad who had passed away. Oh my oh. gosh. Thanks I for love hearing the stories behind yeah. the songs. Yeah. One of my favorite things. Wow. You hear it in a whole different context now when you're mm -hmm. right. You you're right. That. And I was a big fan of bread. I mean, I was a big fan of bread. I remember seeing them at the New York State Fair, God knows how many years ago, you know, on the free stage when they were just starting out and they had their album out, Everything I Own, uh, If, uh, Mother Freedom, Trucking, uh, yeah. uh, Let Her Love Go. I mean, it just, just unbelievable stuff. And then when I happened to see that video of David Gates and you, I know it went back a ways, but I went, no shit. Look at this. You know? <laughs> wow, it was just amazing. I would always get, uh, <clears throat> I would always get the words when I would sing harmony with him. Uh, you know, cause I would give everything, uh, anything I own. Uh, and then the very, uh, just, uh, the very last one was everything. The first, so I always got anything and everything out of order, and and we were right before they started taping that TV show. He goes, "Remember A before E." No <laughs> 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 school teacher like yeah, him, you know. Love it. You know what's nice is is we sit here and we chat with you, Billy Dean, the one and only, the legendary Billy Dean. I'm looking at all these comments coming up on the side and how much these fans, how much these people absolutely love you, Billy. I mean, oh, you are you. just 
spectacular in every way. Your your talents, your voice, um, just everything you have accomplished. Of course, I've been in country music for quite a while. Um, you know, I have followed you. Maybe we haven't had anything like this before. I know you stopped in the radio station once, but still, it's just you're just amazing. And if you read some of these comments, it's Bill. Billy is a wonderful artist and he, he, and his happy hour. I don't have my glasses. I left them at the radio station. Uh, Billy uh, is a wonderful artist and his happy hours are keeping us sane in the pandemic. Uh, a wonderful escape from the stress. And uh, of course, uh, Carolyn saying, hello. I love you, Billy. Uh, just, I can go on and on these people that are just writing in, um, it just shows the support that you have. We do. We have a we have a great support team. We had we started a a, a support page uh, on Facebook, and uh, it, you you can become a, a monthly subscriber. It's like five mm-hmm. bucks a month. Awesome. But for that five, I, I go on every Monday and chat live with our supporters. I put up songs. I've got hundreds of songs that's never been released that no one's ever heard. And I release one a week uh, from my, my archives for them. And uh, along with a lot of photos, you know, I've had thousands of photos, uh, photo sessions taken. And yeah. you'd have, a, you know, a thousand photos and we might pick five photos out of the thousand because I'm not a good uh, subject. to You know, I don't like to wow. I'm not good at picture taking. But I think some of the ladies oh. might that. Yeah, I would like to say that we think oh, differently. I'm such a poser. <laughs> no, Billy. Uh, I think they love got- mullet from back in the day. That was oh pretty- yeah. yeah. I blame that on Mel Gibson and uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. They started <laughs> that trend. Yes, Billy had the uh, like the best mullet around. There's no doubt. Patrick Swayze, he did Patrick too. Swayze, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, how we changed though. How we changed. Do you have a is a name for your guitar? No, I. You no? know, I never. So many artists name their guitars, and I was just kind of curious. And somebody that's had a guitar, as long as you've had that guitar, because that's why I was asking earlier, I've seen that guitar, whether it's on television, as we talked about, you had it when you were here in town, you've uh, just your videos and everywhere else. So that's why I've now, the, the guitar behind me, I don't know if you can you can see it, but that one over there is the magic one. Uh, you can probably see a little oh, bit I of see, the, yeah, Yep, see I see the neck. The oh, there? Yep, mm-hmm. yep. That's the one I wrote somewhere. My broken heart, Billy oh, the wow. Kid, all the all the hits. Uh, Let them be little. All, that's my uh, songwriting guitar, and it it doesn't leave the house very often because it's it's still got a lot of good songs in it. That's gonna end so, up my working thing. guitar. You know, my road guitar. Right. That's my uh, that's my songwriting guitar back there. You know, there's going to be a Billy Dean exhibit in the Country Music Hall of Fame, and that guitar is going to be in there someday. And I'm going to be taking my grandkids' kids. You know? (laughs) Well, do you have a formal collection of, say, 10 guitars on a stand that you use for different songs, or you pretty much stick to your your, uh, the ones that you've grown with? Yeah, I, um, there's a couple of, uh, I got, you know, Brazilian rosewood, uh, which is a, uh, it's a, it's a wood that's not even around anymore. Um, mm-hmm. and I have, a um, they just record the best. So I have a set of, I have about three guitars and that's one of them that Gibson back there. Um, I have a three that, that have Brazilian rosewood on those are real oh. rare and they just record great. Mm-hmm. They just record great. So those are, I, I save those. Yeah, they stay in a certain temperature consistently, mm-hmm. and they, 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 they play in tune all the time. You know, for for you know for mm-hmm. studio, and um, and these Taylor guitars, uh, they can take a licking and keep on ticking. You know, they mm-hmm. they're used to being shoved in and out and under buses and mm-hmm. uh, and hauled in backstage. They're good with you know temperature, and they're handmade, and they're pretty. You know, I just I like I like this uh, coal so coal wood from. Uh, from Hawaii, and so I've always uh, liked Taylor guitars for my road guitars, uh, and because they're really a high-end uh, road guitar. And then I keep these guys, uh, these Brazilian rosewood guitars. There's a Gibson and a two Gibsons and a Yamaha that uh, that are all uh, Brazilian rosewood. I keep those for uh, for recording. Wow. So that means they're they're in your house there then. So you have to keep your house at that certain temperature all the time. <clears throat> Actually, those are stay at my streaming studio in Tallahassee. Oh. 
Okay. Um, a couple of, they, they say, I keep, I've got one of the, uh, this, uh, this uh, one back here stays here because that's my mm-hmm. songwriting guitar. I usually write down here on the island a lot. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but never really collected them. You know, they were, guitars for me were, were just kind of like a, you know, a, a, a set of tools, you know, pliers mm-hmm. and, and screwdrivers, you know, that they were, <laughs> they needed to work great and they needed to be in, you know, be, hold a good tune, mm-hmm. stay tune, you know, stay in tune and everything. So, but I never did really get into, you know, those, you know, collecting them in the, uh, I probably should have, I've could have, could have, uh, probably could have, uh, had a, could have sold them during the pandemic. That would have supplemented the, the lack of, uh, per, you know, being able to get out. Absolutely. So just kidding. Just Absolutely. kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're very treasured. I know with whatever guitars. I don't know a lot about guitars. I'm learning a lot, though, as we get going on all the podcasts. I am learning a lot about guitars. You know, it's so. funny because, you know, we, we go when we have co-writing uh, <laughs> sessions up in Nashville, it's usually the first thing that, the, especially if it's a new songwriter, you, it's kind of a fashionable to bring some of your favorite guitars, you know, that you don't uh-huh. break out very often. And, you know, just kind of fun, you know, to do that into a writer's room. And as soon as you do, uh, you end up playing the other guy's guitar all through the songwriting. And it's almost like <laughs> the guitar uh, speaks to you. you know, it's got a, yeah. uh, it's just a way to, uh, I don't know. I think they got songs in them, you know, and it just depends on whose hand, you know, it's like Excalibur, you know, are you going to be the hand that pulls the sword out of the, are you going to be able to, the hands that gets the melody out of the guitar that day? Right. Just amazing. It's amazing. When you fly, when you fly, do you carry the guitar with you or you let them throw it in the luggage compartment? I, I do. I have a, I have a fly guitar. I call which I, I carry. It'll fit in every overhead. There's nice. a smaller version of this. The body is smaller mm-hmm. and it'll even go on those little, those little eagles, you know, American Eagle. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, the, those little small ones. Right. Uh, and then I, hate those uh, little I usually take take that. But then I also I wish I had my hey producer Paisley. <laughs> well, my my wife's my case is unbelievable. I, I have stickers uh-huh. from uh, I collect stickers from every every state and town and city I go to, and my guitar cut case is covered with these stickers. So but cool. it is like almost indestructible. This case is it was specially made for this guitar and. Uh, you know those those luggage handlers. You can't really hurt hurt it in this case. They call they call the case a coffin. The yeah, coffin. yeah, yeah. And well, you really need that, anyways. The way they're tossing that stuff around. Yeah, so. I've had them. I've had a few get busted up, and it's not fun when you show up to gig and your guitar's got you know nope. little necks busted. I've had that that happen. So I try to fly it as much as possible. Yeah. And when, when you're sitting there, I'm, I'm probably more in love with flying it. I'm probably more in love with writing songs and, and, and spending time with these guitars than I ever have been. Mm-hmm. Really. It's been a lot of fun to, to not have to really have the pressure of, you know, of producing a, a hit song. You right. can really take your time and craft stuff these days. It's kind of what I've, I've been doing and, and enjoying it. And really, I think it's some of the best work I've ever done. Really. I believe it. We, you know, we've heard that quite a bit because yes. you, the artists have the time to put into it right now. Whereas in, you know, a year, year and a half ago, you're writing, you're on the road, you're trying to have your home life and then you're running your business. And it's just like yeah. all speed and, and, uh, now it's just a lot more concentrated. Yeah, so. it's a good time for everybody to uh, stockpile your songs, and then hopefully it it means that uh, we can spend more time catching up on some of the shows and some of the towns that we haven't been mm-hmm. to. We'll get to get out there. I'd love to come up and see you guys. Love to. Yeah, we love to have you. I have a just a a, a very fondness for the state of New York. I you know uh, somewhere in my broken heart, the night it went number one, we were in Manhattan. Oh wow! When we there, the first big radio station, a country station in Manhattan, there was uh, WYNY, and they played my very first single, "Only Here for a Little While." And when they did, all the stations on the East Coast started playing it, and that's how my career got started. So I have a the folks in uh, especially upstate New York, you know, these are just good country people. They love country music, and I I think that's the 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 best because that's it's it's 
country up there, you know? It is. It is. Well, if we could get you here in the fall, it's great all the way around because the weather's perfect and the leaves are changing and maybe we could do something outdoors somehow. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. Yeah. I love it. So I'm, I'm, let's I'm talk about guy. that. I, you are definitely the guy for sure. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> hopefully we can hear a little bit of uh, some Billy Dean here in a moment or two, but I do have a list of all the songs you put out. It's like, I don't know if I got time to read them all. Uh, only oh here God. a while, somewhere <laughs> my broken heart. You don't count the cost. Only the wind, Billy, the kid, if there hadn't been you trying to hide a fire in the dark, I want to take care of you. I'm not built that way. We just disagree, which was phenomenal. Cowboy band. It's what I do. This girl's spying on me. I wouldn't be a man. Take another breath. Real man. Thank God I'm a country boy. I remember when you did that. Yeah, I remember that one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And let them be little. I mean, that's some of the, you know, the lists I have. And how about some of the the studio albums? You had, uh, what, Young Man, Billy Dean, Fire in the Dark, Metal Be Boys, It's What I Do, uh, Real Men, and Let Them Be Little. Yep. Wow. Thank God. But I'll tell you, this that list, I'm like, Wow. The nice body work. I'm proud of all those. Dolly uh, Parton told me one time, she goes, Billy Dean, you better love every song you, you decide to put out on the radio now because you probably have to sing it 20, 25, 30 years from now. And you don't mm-hmm. want to ever get tired of those songs. And so mm-hmm. I listen to her that. I'm proud of that. Very true. Yeah. You, ever, you ever sit back and think, wow, I can't believe 25 years in this career have has gone by? You ever think you'd ever see yourself at this stage? No, of your life, I, I was thinking I would, I would, I'd be one and done. You know, one, one hit. I thought no. I'd probably be one <laughs> hit wonder. Um, and can you believe this? Somewhere in my broken heart is coming up on its thirty-five year mark for the copyright. A couple of years, it, I think it's two or three years. It'll, it'll have been 35? thirty-five years. It first came out oh, wow. on Randy Travis's album, the No Holding Back out. Yes, yes. He mm-hmm. recorded it when I was just a songwriter. But he didn't put it out as a single. Um, but it's it, when someone was saying, hey, you know, the copyright law says that, uh, you know, the copyright comes back to you in 35 years. And I, I thought, well, gosh, man, I've got to be a long way away from that. And I looked, and I'm only like three, two or three years away from that <laughs> oh my first gosh. release. So, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's and you know what? Thank God for intellectual property. Thank God for you guys. Mm-hmm. Playing my music and um you know we've been able to to make a pretty decent living put a couple of kids to yep. college yep. you know yep. a- able to have a little modest house here on the yep. island this is yep. don't think this is anything highfalutin because it's not this is a little uh kind of a fishing village a little blue collar i love it uh north florida village you know fishing village here and and but it's it's a great wonderful life and it's because you guys played our songs and we had great people that are like commenting there that have supported mm-hmm. us. And I've always tried to, you know, give songs back that would mean something to someone's life and not just try to chase the, you know, the, the hit or, right. or the next, right. you know, right. you know, just try to keep the celebrity going or whatever. Just really try to do songs like let them be little. That would, that would mean something mm-hmm. to, to yeah. people in their family that absolutely with for a long time. Absolutely. And actually, I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. Go ahead, Deb. I say when you're doing that, when you are touching people's hearts and you're talking about things in life that relate to all of us, that keeps uh, your songs out there anyways. You know, you don't even have to chase anything, I guess, is where I'm going. It comes naturally because we're we're appealing to all of that. So absolutely, my, my two absolutely. cents. <laughs> I love them all, so I can't. You know, I don't have. I love all your songs. But. I love it, Billy. Is there any? Can we hear uh, a couple? Can we hear like somewhere in my broken heart? Yeah, you sure can, man. Absolutely. Oh, I'm gonna love this. I am gonna love this, Billy. Uh, Dean, Billy Dean on Skip Happens tonight. Somewhere. Woo-woo. Yes. mind it was time it was over after we had come so far and I think there's enough pieces of forgiveness somewhere in my broken heart 
I would not have chosen the road you have taken. It has left us miles apart. And I think I can still find the will to keep going somewhere in my broken heart. So fly and go ahead and fly until you find out who you are. And I well, I will keep my love unspoken somewhere in my broken heart. And I hope that in time you will find what you long for. Love that's written in the stars. And when you finally do I think you will see it's somewhere in my broken, somewhere in my broken, somewhere in my broken heart. Billy Dean. Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow. Beautiful. You know, you know it just, sounds better at the beach. I don't know. That sounds pretty damn good. Let's see. I'm going to, I might be in Florida next month. <laughs> I might have to drive by. <laughs> Come on down. Oh, man. That's so awesome. Uh, you know, t- tell us a little bit about John Prine and uh, oh. Nashville. And uh, you did some writing with him a little bit, or how did all that go down? Well, you know, um, what <clears throat> last year, when uh when we started uh doing you know being quarantine we said it we said quarantine i was just <laughs> quarantined quarantined here yes um you know uh I, I, it became kind of a uh sort of a challenge for me mm-hmm. just to see how many songs i could remember you know just to do uh and because like i said we were playing seven nights a week so I would do like a Kenny Rogers night, a John Prine night, uh, you know, at least part of the part of the uh, of the night I would I would dedicate to guys that had passed. And John Prine was living in Nashville. I didn't didn't write with him. I didn't know him very well, but I saw him and ran into him a lot in Nashville. And I just always loved his uh, his his style. You know, I, I, I think I came from. The Guy Clarks of the world, if people know who that is, if you're a Texan, mm-hmm. you probably know who that is. Uh, you know the, uh, you know the John Prines of the world, James Taylor, Dan Fogelberg, mm-hmm. you know Don Henley, the Eagle. These these are a lot of songwriters that uh, that I listened to a lot growing up, and and Prine was one of them. And so I, I uh, one of my favorite songs was uh, was. Uh, uh, Illegal smile. If you see me, if, if you see, me, if you see me tonight with an illegal smile, it don't cost very much. It just lasts a long while. Please tell the man I didn't kill anyone. I'm just trying to have me some fun. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So I couldn't believe we lost. Couldn't believe we lost him, man. Yeah, I know. So lost him too. Uh, you know, it just seems like too many, too short, and uh, too quick. You know, too young. Just, it's you like, know, are you kidding? I think I grew up in the wrong time. Believe uh, you know, I I would have been in Greenwich Village down in uh in Manhattan. I would have been down in that neighborhood back in the. What the late 60s, 70s, yeah, was playing my folk songs, and my, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> Jeff Walker and all those guys. Oh my Bob gosh, I yes, love, yes, love that group, yeah. Is there anybody that um, you've been totally intimidated by, or you've been on stage and you know, you being Billy Dean, of course, you know, being who you are, but still, is there anybody that you've been on stage with and you go, oh shit, that's so and so? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. A few, a few. Um, <clears throat> so, um, of course, 
Merle Haggard was. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I got to tour. Clint Black and Merle Haggard and I did a tour. Mm-hmm. And it took me two or three months to work up the nerve to even. I saw him, you know, every day. I saw him every day, you know, we're going to sound check. Yeah, yeah. It took me like three months to work up the nerve to even talk to the guy because I was such a big fan. Yeah. To tell you, I was the first act that came out. I came out, then Haggard came out, and then Clint closed the show. Mm-hmm. And I would always come out to watch his, you know, Haggard play. And so right. this one particular night, I, I, I come out, I'm done with my set, and I'm sitting there waiting on Haggard, you know, to come from the other side of the Coliseum, the, the place we were playing. This particular night, his dressing room must have been close to mine. And he came out on the same side of the Coliseum where I was. So I'm waiting, I'm looking, you know, it's his curtain call, and I'm looking like, where is Haggard? And I hear this voice. It goes, uh, Bill, you know, you tall guys don't live as long as us short. <laughs> and I looked down, and it was Merle Haggard, man. That broke <laughs> yeah. He said to me the whole tour. And oh, then, my God. Uh, just, he was, the, he was just such a, the king, you know, as far as I was concerned. I got, same thing with Willie, I got to do, couple of shows uh, with Willie and I, I went over to the bus early in the day during the, that was a mistake, by the way. Um, <laughs> bus Before be the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I went over to the bus and uh, poor Willie got there and I asked Jody Payne, I said, Jody, who sings Poncho and Lefty? Who does Haggard's part uh, on Poncho and Lefty when you guys play with Willie? He goes, well, I'll sing it. He goes, why, do you know it? I said, oh yeah, every word. <laughs> He said, well, if you want to sing it tonight, just be over there at the at the uh, monitor board and uh, I'll call you up. And he did. I, I did oh, like three wow. shows with him that night. And let me tell you, that, that's the most present I think I've ever been on stage, just taking in the moment that uh, no, I bet. Really with that that red, white, blue mm-hmm. guitar strap and uh, yeah, and trigger that old guitar of his, man, yeah. it was uh that that right there was was pretty See? fantastic. He's got a name for his guitar. It's Trigger, isn't it? Yes, yes. Name yeah, no, I think you're right. That's you know most a lot of artists name their guitars. So I know I, I'm I'm going to name this. I think I'm going to name this one Skip after night. Uh, I don't know if I do that. Skip, skip <laughs> I got to make up a, a name. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, do you still? Uh, what about going up to Branson? You're done with that though, right? I go about well before COVID. I was going up about twice a year. I, okay. I you know, Kenny Rogers had you know had toured with him quite a bit in the mm-hmm. uh, Christmas season, and he had a musical called The Toy Shop, and we, okay. I starred in it, which is where I met Chloe. And yep. I was just going to do it there for the Christmas season, and man, I fell in love with Missouri, and I fell in love with just going to a theater every day and doing my show and going home. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. So I did that for about four years. And then after I left, uh, they still wanted me to come back once in the spring, once in the fall. So mm-hmm. my daughter lives up there and nice. she's a nurse in Springfield, Missouri, and just gave mm-hmm. us our first grandbaby, man. I got a oh, congratulations. But don't tell anybody I'm sleeping with a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've got eight. I've got eight grandkids. So you do not. I do too. Oh, you are eight times blessed. You have eight or seven. I have seven or eight. <laughs> he can't well, keep up. I have one, and I can't imagine. It is so amazing. So it, awesome. it is amazing. It is amazing. And the first time they, um, first time I got called Papa or Grandpa, they call me Papa. It just, I just stopped in my tracks and turned around and just went, wow. That's my nickname. That's I, I'm hoping that's going to be my nickname. Is is I like Papa, Big Papa, Big Papa. <laughs> so, what brought your daughter to Missouri? Which she's just um, when you were there performing, she just went she with played, you. And she's she. I always wanted her to you know pursue music because she was so good, man. Mm-hmm. Such a good musician and singer and songwriter, and she just never felt like. Um, she never felt like she was good enough, you know, and you, and I, I could just never could convince her. And I said, I'll tell you what, you love music so much mm-hmm. and she loves nursing that that's really her passion. And I said, you come to Missouri, you can do both. You can come be in my show. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, I had, I had to sing, let them be little to her every night. 
on stage and of course she was you know in her 20s at this time mm-hmm. but um but it was a really i, I just love that time she played keyboards in my band and then i would feature her and she got to do music yeah. and she got to go to her nursing school so that's and she loves missouri as well so she stayed there and she's saying oh, uh, everything's okay and she's one of our you know being on the front lines like that and working being a nurse god bless her so. She, yep, she sure is. She is. Uh, she's my hero, man. She's definitely her and a lot of those uh, nurses up there. Uh, mm-hmm. That's exactly right. It was all COVID was all over the place. Yeah, it was. There, and they were around it all the time. Yeah, Billy, let's get back to some of your new stuff and uh, some of the projects you're working on. Uh, do you want to play us something? Give yeah, an idea something. what you got coming down. I'm gonna, some, I'm gonna play something I just wrote like okay. a week ago. Ooh, not even wow. out here, but, I, but I'm gonna play this if for anybody who I don't know if there's any if you have any fans of this TV show Yellowstone. Love it. Have you guys seen Yellowstone? I have not. What's that on? Is that a Netflix thing? Netflix soon. It's a net, Netflix. Or, Is it Netflix? Or Amazon one. It's, it's I, stars Kevin Costner. Right, right, right. And, oh yes, I was gonna be watching that. He's another one of my favorites. Uh, Season three is over, and right at season four is about to come out. Anyway, it take it took me. A, I have to say, it took me about halfway through a season. I had to stay with. It. I, I went away from it, but I it started. Uh, I man, I had a farm for years in Tennessee, and I, uh, I I I don't know. I just about halfway through the season, I started really identifying with uh, his character. And you know, for those who don't know much the the backstory, basically. He has this huge, huge ranch that's been in his family for generations, and he's he's next to the Yellowstone National Park, and he's next to a uh, you know a Native American uh, reservation, and everybody wants his land. <laughs> everybody wants his place, you know. Right, right. And he may have to, you know, he may have to give it up. He may have to lose some of it. Anyway, I was I was identifying with him after watching the last season, and. Uh, I just pictured him walking across his beautiful ranch mm-hmm. and just kind of taking a look around and, and wondering if he was going to be able to hand it down to his kids, you know, and I wrote this. So, okay. Big city, you say I should sell my grandpa's farm where my family walked arm and arm to live off the land and plant the fields. Big city. You got no business way out here I can't let this all just disappear I fear You'll turn it all to concrete and steel The eagle's keeping watch from high up on his throne and late at night, the wolf cries out a lonely, sad song. It's like she says to me, take one last look around before it's gone. Yellowstone. Hey, cowboy. You become a dinosaur They don't want your kind no more For sure To them you're only in the way But they don't know this ain't the first time you've been thrown And it's just part of life, the only one you've ever known. Before they brand you and they break you, just how long can you hold on? 
Yellowstone. The Eagles keeping watch from high up on his throne. And late at night, the wolf cries out her lonely, sad song. It's like she says to me, take one last look around before it's gone. Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Love it. Yeah. I'm always amazed at what inspires a song. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, right? I'll tell you this. It's it's uh, it's 10% wow. inspiration and it's 90% sweat. I put it, uh, compare it to like a blacksmith, you know. <laughs> you put those words up on an anvil and yeah. you put those verses up and you start chipping away at all the fat and, and all the the extra stuff you don't need and I, you know that's kind yeah. of how i look at it yeah it's amazing well, that was a good sweat yeah that, <laughs> sweat absolutely it's amazing to hear how you know artists like you write everybody's got their own mm-hmm. style and their way of thinking and that that's interesting and by the way uh thanks to mary karen lisa and nancy all said it's on the uh, paramount network so Oh, hey, oh, yeah, there you go. Paramount, that's right. Yes. There you go. Paramount yes. Network. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Have you, um, because of the pandemic, uh, talking about shows, have you binged, watched anything? Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Well, I can't believe this, man. My wife got me on this one, but I got hooked. I watched all of Grey's Anatomy. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I watched all of those. I watched uh, Lucifer. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, watched. Uh, the uh, rank, uh, the crown, the crown, huge. Yeah, uh, the royals. Yeah, okay. I don't know if you've watched the royals. No, I haven't I watched the royals yet. We're into a new uh, Shonda Rhimes show now. It's called uh, Bridge Bridgeton. Oh yeah, Bridgerton, Bridgerton, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, that gets pretty hot. It just does. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm counting on it. Oh, That's well. next on my list. You can count on it. And I'm um, trying to think. Yeah, now, if my wife is watching this, she'll come running down because uh, the main actor. Um, oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. That guy. The, and the girls. On Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that's where ago. I was going. And my wife wouldn't. She goes, Stop, it's gotta, we got to watch it. We got to watch it. Oh, my God. And it's like. Uh, <laughs> what was it? uh, oh, my, my, my wife, uh, Stephanie, she was like. Oh my God! This is like Gossip Girl set back in the uh, you know in the, in the English days. Yes, said, yes. So it got her. Uh, it, it's interesting, and it gets quite. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like well, we'll just have to watch it and find out for ourselves. <laughs> yes, it's good though. It's excellent. It's excellent. Oh my god! Yeah, we just started that one. We were only about two or three. Uh, oh, I know another one. Uh, Bloodline. Did you guys watch? I have. I, I've heard of it. I have not watched it yet. It's and about Ozark. Thing. Did you see Ozark in the beginning? I started watching Ozark. And we, I don't know how we got. Um, I, I got hooked, and then and then we. Yeah. I don't know. I think we moved. That's what it was. We were. Yeah. We moved back down to Florida, and okay. I got I, I got off of it. I need yeah. to go back and revisit that. One. Some say it was pretty deep, but I couldn't pull away from it. It was really, really good. And I'm waiting for a new new season to come out. But uh, hey, Billy, uh, you've been with us almost an hour here tonight. We want to thank you for your time. Uh, but we're not going to let you go yet. <laughs> no problem. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. But a big thank you to everybody that's viewing this. You have a lot of fans, Billy, a lot of people just saying how much they love you. Uh, you just keep doing what you're doing, brother. But I'm not going to let you go to I'm going to let you pick, but I want you to play one of your classics. All right. Uh, well, let's well, see. What do you, oh, you want Billy the Kid or Disagree? Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, Disagree, but my phone's ringing. My father keeps trying to call. Well, don't so. answer it. Uh, he got his back in the, let me tell him I'll call him back. I'll be right back. Go ahead, okay. I'll wait on you. Yeah, we'll wait. Hey. Oh, geez. You're going to hear my conversation. Don't mind us. <laughs> <laughs> really, you're going to hear her answer the phone here in a minute. Listen, Dad. Dad. I love it. Hello? Hey, I got to play back in like 10 minutes. I'm just finishing up an interview. Just tell him you're talking to Billy Dean for crying out loud. I will. Okay. Bye. Bye.
Okay. Oh, I hate it when you have to hang up with the parents. Here she comes. Here she comes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. I'm so sorry. But this no. is the thing about our podcast. We're real life. <laughs> well, you know, when your parents call, you got to check in. Yeah, you I know. know when that, you know. You know, I do. Billy, you have a point. I've lost my mom, mm-hmm. yeah, but you said you still have your mom. And still got my mom, lost my dad. So you never know yeah. when it could be That's that. Right. Phone call that you're dreading. You know? I blessed her because you said she was 92. She is 92 and she is tough as nails. That's excellent. My mother in law is 93. I know where you're coming from. My wife's mom is uh, 93 and uh, God bless them because. Absolutely. They, you know, my mom uh, lived with us for two or three months during oh my. the thing and it was tough, okay. man. It was oh my. the toughest yeah. things. It was tough on her and, but, you know, yep. she, she yep. was quarantined and didn't yep. understand. So it was. Uh, I know. I know. So anyway, we've been there, done done that, right? Yeah, been there, done that. Yep. (laughs) All right, here's a little Dave Mason song that uh, I want to thank Susie Boggess for bringing the vinyl to the studio with Jim Kruger's version, who was the songwriter. Okay. For We Just Disagree, and I got to hear his version before I recorded mine. So here we go. Oh, I'm so excited. Jim Kruger, yep. He was in uh, Dave Mason's band. Yes, yes. Been away. Haven't seen you in a while. And how have you been? Have you changed your style? And do you think that we've grown up differently? It don't seem the same. It seems you've lost your feet of me. Everybody now. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me. And we just disagree. To a place it's far away Baby, how about you? Have you got a place to stay And why should I care? When I'm just trying to get along Baby, we were friends It's the end of our love song So let's leave it alone Cause we can't see eye to eye There ain't no good guy There ain't no bad guy There's only you and me And we just disagree Ooh, whoa, whoa I can hear right. everybody. I can hear everybody that's on that chat list over there clapping right now. Mm-hmm. I, I can and hear them sing along. I, uh, exactly <laughs> right, Billy. Exactly. All right. right. So virtual hug because that's Absolutely. like my favorite song. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> thank you. Um, of course, your website billydean.com. Uh, I'm not mistaken. And of course you can find out uh, if you're watching this, you want to keep up on Billy. He's not stopping. Not anytime soon. Look at him. He looks about 30. If that I'll be on my Facebook tomorrow night at 6 PM Eastern for our Billy Dean happy hour. If the weather's nice, I'll do it on the deck back here. So you guys can see a little bit. So six o'clock tomorrow night, uh, is going to be, uh, we're going to do some special tributes tomorrow night too. And, uh, also every Wednesday, uh, we're going to be starting to, to edit and put together some of the best of the happy hours from March of 2020 oh, when uh, when we all started getting quarantined. So Great check that idea. out and become a supporter if you'd like. I'd love to have you. I, I'll be chatting with everybody live on, on uh, every Monday. So yep. appreciate you guys uh, giving me the, the FaceTime and the airtime. Oh, my God. For, for what Definitely. Uh, go we appreciate you. We appreciate you. And we were talking about, um, you know, us playing it on the radio. But you got to remember, Billy, and I think you know this, we're a team. You provide the music, we play it, we all win. 
That's right. And it's great artists like yourself that you give us the great music to play. So, and thank you just, very much. You know, it just all works out. Billy, you're the best. Uh, when we get off tonight, uh, in just a moment or two, just hang on there. We just want to okay. say a few things off the air, but uh, thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy Florida. If you see a boat go by and you see maybe mm -hmm. uh, somebody that looks like us yelling from the boat, yeah, we'll be like, ah. That's us. My like I said, we're going to leave at midnight tonight, and we should be there around lunchtime tomorrow. 24 hours? Oh, no, wait. Maybe. That's only. Y'all bring some yeah. listeners down. Bring some listeners down. And, Wouldn't that be uh, fun? We'll the tour. We would yeah, love that. That would be fun. We'd love that. That would be cool. You're we'll talk about that. Yes, absolutely. And for everybody watching, once again, you, you can see it's Billy Dean. And don't forget to like Skip Happens on uh, YouTube. Subscribe. You can follow the Country Music Fan Club. It's the official CMFC. On Facebook, correct, Deb? Correct, Amundo. And yeah. we're on Instagram. Skip Skip Happens is a really cool name. I love that. <laughs> Isn't that a cool name? Yeah, it's very cool. Something different. And we mm -hmm. Skip Happens every day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> One way or another. Uh, so now, Billy, when something happens, you're going to go, Skip Happens. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Been doing it already. That's right. You'll always remember it. Yep. You're the best. Exactly right. God bless you, my friend. Thank you again Thank you. for joining us here tonight on Skip Happens. Thank you, everybody, for watching. And all of you, again, please subscribe. Go to YouTube.com and look up Skip Happens. Good night, Billy. Thank you so much. Good night, guys. Good night.